What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is PDE Life in Alaska coming at you Tuesday, I believe, the 28th. Um, I am driving. I'm in the van right now. Just got done listening to a few Anchor Friends podcasts, and um, every one of them mentioned, you know, the helicopter accident, Kobe and his daughter, and the other folks. And I did. I just wanted to kind of touch down and kind of commemorate a little bit and just talk just whatever comes to mind. Um, head into a dog walk, of course. Um, I actually got a lot to kind of catch up with everybody on. But, um, yeah, of course, it's, you know, it's it's nothing. I mean, it's, it's nine people's lives, you know. One of them happens to be one of the greatest... NBA stars of all time who died fairly young so that, of course it hits home and then the fact that he had his daughter with him which of course all the dads and moms and daughters and sons the whole thing I mean you know it affected many many Kobe's father and mother and maybe stepmother I'm not sure what the details are but you know it's your you know it's just rough and uh you know, in court case, if you don't know what happened, it was the way I found out. And what I wanted to mention is that, look, this isn't like, I think like 9-11, you know, was, you know, changed the world. Um, it's something like Kobe Bryant passing away. It's a little bit akin to when Michael Jackson passed away. Now, Michael Jackson, everybody knew that he was kind of off the rails. So it really wasn't a surprise, but still it was like, oh my goodness, Michael Jackson died. You know, he for real. And with Kobe, he just retired in basketball. And, of course, he played from, I think, 99 to, shoot, I couldn't tell you exactly, um, in the teens here, 2016 maybe, um, 2015, who knows. But uh, in 2012, no, in 2008 was one of the fa- my favorite moments of Kobe Bryant's professional career. Of course, he... Uh, joined the Lakers at 17 years old. A few years later, he and Shaq are winning championships. And of course, there's other great players involved there. But And so he was kind of living under the shadow of Shaquille O'Neal. They had issues. You know, they kind of had a, had a division. And Shaq leaves and goes wins the championship. Miami goes around, obviously, and finishes his career. But after that, Kobe, of course, stayed with the Lakers. And they became a sort of a second-rate team. Uh, I think they'd always make the playoffs or, you know, something like that. And, of course, they did until uh, recently before LeBron. I think it was the first or second, the first year he was there. Anyways, I'm bouncing around about the Lakers, you know, overall playoff record. But anyway, so he was, he kind of had to become a leader and to make other people great around him. And I think what most players would say about Kobe and what I witnessed was his incredible work ethic, training. And then what I, my favorite thing to watch about him was just his winning mentality. Like he knew when he was out there, he's probably going to get the job done. And just like Michael Jordan, hey, he missed a ton of shots. Kobe's missed a ton of shots, but the mentality was still there. The ball just happened to not go through the hoop. You know what I'm saying? There's people that get out on the court of life and kind of, you know, accept fear and accept the hardship and go into worry and whatnot. 
And when you're out there, especially trying to win a game against other people who are really good at the game that you're playing, two, I mean, it's got to be some rock-solid faith stuff. And what he, the Mamba mentality, you know, and it was obviously a hardcore, you know, it was a, not a villainous or sinister sort of feel, but Kobe Bryant, he wasn't playing nice, you know. He was like, look... Just gonna roll over the top of every one of you guys, you know. And uh, let me see here. So, just the fact that you know, watching him play, it was just incredible. And I was obviously he did a lot more in life. Had a family. Became quite the entrepreneur. Sorry for the background noise here. And yeah, and just was living a whole second life, really. The Mamba Academy, that's where they were headed to. His daughter was becoming a star uh, basketball player, just like him. And let me get this pup out of here. Give me two seconds, guys. You guys are coming along for the ride. Hey, Jax, buddy. What you doing? Hey. Drop it. Drop. Good boy. Let's go outside. Let's go outside. Alright. Good boy. So. I'm getting harnessed up here. So anyways, just thinking about his career. And I was going to tell you guys. You know. After that period of time. When. After Shaq left, you know, he was kind of like, okay, I got to put this team on my back. But also what he learned how to do, of course, they got Pau Gasol, they got Andrew Bynum, um, they had Trevor, they had a, they had a, they had a Lamar Odom on the team. I mean, it was a great team. A lot of different other players, Sudges, Vujicic, uh, I can almost name all of them. The guy with the bigger, the big ears, or the ears that stuck out. <laughs> And Kobe leading the charge, you know. They had a big man in Pau Gasol that could handle the ball and shoot. They had Andrew Bynum, a big, big man down low. And uh, they became unstoppable. And at that time, the Orlando Magic um, had a superstar player named Dwight Howard who was doing really well. By the way, shout out Dwight Howard for... Finally learning how to play a role and, and succeed with the Lakers this season. He's, from what I've seen, I haven't watched a lot of games. But from what I've seen, he has been just playing his role and being a, being his own star, you know? I think he had, he had some ego issues and whatnot. <clears throat> with the Rockets and whoever else he played, I can't remember. <coughs> I had to put my hood on, guys. Sorry if this... The recording. Uh, I'm gonna put my. I'm gonna put my phone in my. It's five. It's like five degrees right now, guys. So I legit gotta make sure my phone doesn't freeze. All right. So. So at that time, the Orlando Magic was hot and heavy. LeBron James had been, you know. They were playoff monsters. They'd been in the finals and lost, and he was still trying to scratch and claw. And come on, Jax. Jax, over here. 
There you go. Stay. I'm just getting on this narrow part of the street. Get my glove on, man. It is cold. So, LeBron James is leading the Cavaliers, and, and they meet the Orlando Magic in the Eastern Conference Finals. And the Orlando Magic at the time had kind of warrior esque. They had a ton of wing shooters, like two, three, four guys that could just rip three pointers. They kind of live and die on those sometimes, but. Their, you know, powerhouse was inside with Dwight. You know, passing the ball, he's dunking over everybody, he's blocking shots, rebounding. And they won the first game of that series. And then the second game, this was in Cleveland. The second game is the one where LeBron drops the game-winning uh, 3.0, 3.0, the game-winning three-pointer. Um, with like one second left or some crazy it passes in he jumps he catches it jumps shoots from way out drains it one of those all-time moments but the Orlando Magic went on to to win that series and guess who they met in the finals Kobe Bryant and the Lakers and this is a tremendous series. I watched the whole series. I recorded it. I actually have it on a DVR. Old school way of recording. I didn't know how I did that. I guess, I, guess, I think the... Oh yeah, we had a VCR slash DVR player that could also record. That was awesome. Anyways, I got the whole series. This is 2008. And the... Um, one of the cool things too is one of the companies that I have in our uh, sales and marketing end is we're partnered with Amway um, and it's a direct selling company that's been around since 1959 and the family one of the families owns their land of magic and they were playing in the Amway arena at the time and now it's called the Amway Center there's a tremendous publicity for our business at the time and of course I was a I live in Alaska so at the time I really didn't have a solid basketball team, so Orlando Magic was kind of my team. But I loved watching LeBron play, and I was rooting for him and the Cavs. I mean, they just couldn't scrape it together, man. Mo Williams, all those guys. Uh, <laughs> couldn't scrape it together, man. LeBron had to leave. Um, but so I was rooting for the Magic because that was kind of like my business team. My company kind of like owned it, you know? I was like, okay. Um, I was rooting for the Cavs and LeBron. I'm a, I'm a LeBron fan. Just greatness fan overall. And here's Kobe and the Lakers. Just formidable. And, man, it was a great series. Um, this was a... This was a long time coming for Kobe and his teammates, but mainly Kobe because he had won three earlier with Shaq. And so this was his test. As is, is he really going to be one of those basketball icons that pull it together? And he did. They went on to win that series. I remember him. He had his jersey and his shirt, looking at the clock. You know, like there was like five seconds left, and he started jumping up and down, and just feeling of elation, and working hard and getting to your your goal. You know, crushing your goals and getting to your, that dream, that mountaintop experience. So. 
And I just love the guy, man. He's he was an incredible athlete. I just man, amazing to watch. And he um, went on to be an amazing entrepreneur. And of course, what he was doing with his family, basketball academy, and it's just tragic, guys. I could talk about a lot of Kobe's famous game winners. You know, the shot against the Suns. Um, <laughs> it's amazing, man. And I did. I was one of those guys that, you know, I grew up in that generation where he was a household name. He was kind of, he was my generation's Kobe or uh, Michael Jordan. Of course, I've, I've watched Michael Jordan. So, like, I've been able to witness all three of them. And I think, you know, of course, I was a huge, I am still am a huge Jordan fan. When he played, I remember that's the reason why I was interested in basketball, really. Um, I remember mainly because my birthday is in June. And I remember when I was kind of coming into that age where I was like getting into sports and becoming serious about what I what sports I liked. You know, there'd be a bit, both the the Bulls, the Chicago Bulls, and Michael Jordan playing somebody in the finals. You know, and uh, just amazing stuff. NBA is one of my favorite, um, you know, sports to watch. Basketball in general, college is fun. I love March Madness and all that stuff. But um, NBA, in you know, you know, a lot of the average NBA games aren't that interesting to watch. But they're still, you know, I'm a basketball player, and I, I need to get out and, and do some runs in the gym for real. I've been on forever since Texas. We used to, I used to play some pickup basketball when I was in Texas, but since then it's been family business, go go go. I need to get some time for old PDE to get out there on the court. I guarantee I'll be getting winded first thing that happens. <laughs> um, so, man, I just got interested, more and more interested in playing the game around that time when Kobe was, you know, really coming to his own. And then, of course, LeBron was in the league just doing what he does. I love watching greatness. Um, found out last night that Tracy McGrady um, had a ultra-close relationship with him early on in the league. You know, the first, he was, uh, Tracy was kind of a next, you know, a year or two later, that next um, high school kid go, go, going straight into the NBA, you know. So, Kobe was kind of his mentor. <sighs> and, uh, and then as of late, after both their retirements, Tracy McGrady's, I think, daughter, you know, played in the same league that... Kobe did, they see each other at games, and then, of course, this academy, they were playing in the other night. It's just, just tragic, guys, but anyways, that's what I'm going to share, kind of my favorite moments, Kobe, and just kind of get it out there and commemorate it, but I uh, hope you guys tell your family and your loved ones and your friends that you love them, uh, you know, give them a hug. And, uh, and I'm glad that everybody likes, you know, brings it to that because it really just speaks to the, just the speediness of life, just the way it, you blink and I'm, you know, I'm, for instance, I'm 36 years old, I'll be turning 37, you know, I still feel like I'm <laughs> 17 years old a lot of the time, you know. 
still feel real young in, in my mind, you know. But shoot, you know, time doesn't stand still. Um, and I'm a believer in Jesus Christ and what he did years ago. And, and I won't get into all that. But that's really at the heart of, of, if someone says Christianity, at the heart of it is who they believe Jesus Christ was and what happened in history years and years ago, you know? And I'll leave it at that, man, but it does. It makes us, forces us to think about eternal things. And this conscience we have, we all have a conscience. Over time, it can get seared and you get basically dulled and it, things that are shocking or evil um, or just you know things when you're younger you'd be like oh my goodness and then nowadays it's like ah you see it all the time you know just the uh, dullingness of, of character you know and just I think there was a poll that um, incivility and just general unkindness is at an all time high in America you know, we're divided, but at the end of the day, like something like this happens, and people realize that we're more alike than we are different. You know, so it's gonna leave it at that, guys. Shout out to Mr. Kobe Bryant, number eight, and then the number twenty-four, and just prayers, thoughts, just well wishes, and just. Overall, our hearts go out, man, to the families of all the, of all affected, man. And of course, I don't know if you heard, the same night, the same day, a helicopter crash happened in Afghanistan or over there somewhere. And there was like a troop of Marines that died. Or, I'm not sure exactly if they were Army or... But once some of our military service members died out there and I don't know if it was if they were shot down it freaking pisses me off if they were um, but it's even sadder when it's some human error thing or some accident you know it's just unnecessary that's why same thing with this Kobe Bryant thing obviously something happened there it was foggy the pilot either didn't know what he was doing or his gauges were reading incorrectly he, there was a claim that he couldn't radar couldn't pick him up and I initially thought there was something fishy about the whole situation, but, you know, we'll leave that to the professional and the, um, professionals. I mean, the FBI is on the case, so eventually they'll piece together something. But at the end of the day, guys, who knows, man? It's just crazy stuff going on. So, anyway, we're probably doing well. And uh, have a great day. And I hope 2020 is, you know, going good for you and your family.